20 minutes. <laughs> this thing was pretty good about spring training. Joe, yes. How are sure, you? Sure, you read Patrick. Oh, stop it. Frat. <laughs> I read both you guys, just so you know. I just I didn't have time. I got the usual five responses from people 80 years old saying, I love it. <laughs> Joe, I need precision. Yep. Fratellonis, Sioux Falls development, and renewal by Anderson. Are they the get a whole ad today? Yes, they do. Oh, and Mark sent me a new copy for you. You got a new phone number for Precision. Are you ready? Yeah. You want to write it down or you want me to print it? Uh, uh, it's just that phone number. Uh, what do you mean? Winter. Just that. What is They're that updating their, they would like to update their phone number. Yeah. When Give are you doing me. a Linda Keller ad? Give it to me. 612. Yeah. 263. Yeah. 6985. It's the one I've been giving out. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Noted. Uh, Noted. Kenny, I don't know if I'm doing one today. Let me check. I'm doing one tomorrow. And uh, do I just have a seafoam today? Say yes, just seafoam. Yes, just seafoam. All right, thank you. You're welcome. Rook? Bleep. Well, I, I need ads for you today. Odds. I can't believe he has him. The zero res people love the rookster. He knows well, his carpets. Does his carpet match his drapes? Uh, what what were we yelling about, John? Were we arguing about something? I don't think so. Okay. What were we talking? Oh, Trump. We're talking about. Oh yeah, we, we'll, Trump's we'll, shoes. But we weren't. But we weren't on the council. No. Are we now? We are. Huh? Okay. Are we uh, on the wait a minute, John. I'm seeing up. Yes, we are. Sorry. Yes. Law enforcement. This is from the Star Tribune, Johnny. Yes, sir. Yep. Law enforcement sources have now confirmed the suspect. Jesus Christ. He's the a suspected shooter. shooter died of a self-inflicted gunshot. There you go. Wound. Good. Star Tribune. Yes. Star Tribune. Oops. Can't but spell. I don't believe in this story. They still have not named him. Um, this was updated Is that at, on Twitter. Or? Yeah, I found this news on Twitter, so I'm going with it. <laughs> <laughs> it's from the Star Tribune. Sorry, can I got to pull you down? Hey, can I tell you guys something? Hang on one second. Uh, Let me finish this. Let me finish this. Uh, John, this was updated about 27 minutes ago. Okay. So I don't know if that matters to you or not. I'm just letting you know. Well, and I, I can put it in the story, certainly. I'm glancing through it, and I am not seeing the shooter being named in the story. So <clears throat> take that for what it's worth. You know, I know you guys think Rockford Files is a bit hackneyed and limited by 1970s production qualities and whatever, but the best episode ever is on tonight at 7 o'clock called ever. Paradise Cove. It's Rockford and Marriott Hartley and Angels in it, and it's just absolutely perfect I, uh, in every regard. Joe, I'm here listening to you. Nobody heard that. <laughs> they all walked away. Well, I'm as not I saw, repeat it. Here's, here's, I'm not here's, repeat it. here's why, Joe. I don't care what's on when because 
I have the entire series on DVD. Oh my God! Well, you have Paradise Cove then. <laughs> yeah, I got every every uh, the complete series. We, we got to tell Kenny. What no, I'm not, no, I'm not. I, I'm I, not. I just want to tell him. Kenny, you just missed an all time GL highlight. So no, what's what's I the name of it? Paradise Cove. Joe is telling Cove. Oh, the Great Rockford. He was spinning a Great Rockford Files and yarn. I and, up, nobody was and there. And I said, "Well, I, I'm listening to you, Joe." <laughs> I just ran to get the box set, telling oh. him I, I don't, I don't need to, you know, oh, watch it with ads tonight. Whenever. I was eating cold wieners right out of the refrigerator. Oh, well, protein. Is he Paradise oh. Cove? Huh? huh? Let's see. Is Rooks here today? Isn't he? No. It's President's Day. Is that a, is that a Hubbard holiday? No. I wonder if it's a recycling and trash holiday. I'll have to look on my calendar. Is that your, uh, is Monday your trash? They are. According to the TV, they're picking up trash. Um, but parking meters are free. Banks aren't working. Post office isn't working. Colleges are off. I think that that recycling just gets dumped somewhere. I don't think <laughs> Does the city still take care of your trash? Uh, somewhere I just read an interesting piece about how most plastic isn't recyclable and it's not being recycled, I even though they, too. they pick it up, then they just throw it away. Well, poop. Yeah. I'm an ardent, fervent recycler. Fervent. Right. What do you want, a medal or something? Well, isn't it odd that I am, but I'm living with the liberal who wouldn't recycle to save her life? I, I even rinse I even rinse stuff out. Yeah, I do too. I did that today with the tomato juice. Uh, Same here. Tomato stuff I rinse. I don't like the tomato stuff. Yeah. You got that number? For what? Precision. Yeah, it's the same number I've been using. Ah, I see. So that'll be Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. Uh, I'm still looking for oh. Paradise Cove in my so box set, so hang on. Well, if you don't have it, you should watch it tonight. All right. Uh, I don't know. I don't want to watch it with ads. Come on. Well, you can skip to another channel while the ads are on. No, I'll just watch it on the DVD. <laughs> You're a box set guy, aren't you, Johnny? I like box sets. Oh, that's great. Do you like boxing? <laughs> I don't like boxing so much. The sweet not, science, Joe. That's what they used to call it. Not, not since Ali retired. <laughs> Boy, that was some fight. <laughs> Boy, what a fight. I thought you said, oh, is that what you said? I thought you said, boy, that boy. was some fight. Oh, boy, I said, boy, what a fight. Well, you call him boy. I meant, you know, holy cow. Golly wow. gee, Mr. Norton. Holy shnikes. <laughs> holy shnikes. You're going to break your neck. What? <laughs> oh, pretty good strength for just going, you know, how many rounds? I think they went about 54 seconds. Oh, it was a quick one. That's when he got Dwayne Bobbick in the throat. Oh, jeepers. Dwayne Bobbick. Wow. Where was that one? Madison Square Garden? MSG, baby. Mm. Paradise Cove. Be. Found it, Joe. What year? Season six. Which I think is the final year. Was it 1980? It, I think uh, I don't have a date on it. It doesn't have a date, so I'm not sure. It's followed by the episode Lions, Tigers, Monkeys, and Dogs. Right, <laughs> which had... Uh, <laughs> Listen had to you. Had famous actress in it, uh, Lauren Bacall. Oh, cool. How about uh, Only Rock and Roll Will Never Die, Part 1 and Part 2? 
That was fun. It was fun. Not as good as Paradise Cove. All right. Well, I got it right here. Right here, Joe. Ready for breath? What? Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 1,248, Feb 19, 2024. 59 degrees on this day in 2017. In 2017, it'll pop up now a few times. Uh, we must have had a warm spring. It was I'm, a warm spring. I'm, I'm, I'm not remembering it that well. And 20 below on two occasions, 1929 and 1941. Oops. Uh, I am so sorry. I apologize. I have a video playing right now, so just give me a brief did moment. Did the show start? It did. <laughs> why Why am I playing a video? And I'm going to play the theme instead because that's more interesting. Hail the flashlight king. Hail you. Great and start, now, readers. from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, See this it's Garage Logic. With Chris Reavers, Manning Technology Corner, <laughs> Kenny Olson from this. the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Hyatt yeah. in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Sushir. May I read the following from a fellow named Luke Miller? Hello, Joe. I've been a longtime listener ever since I was a young boy in the 90s, listening to you on the radio with my dad on his various construction sites, helping pick up nails or carry lumber for him. I'm a co-worker of Adam Finseth, the fire medic killed this weekend, and worked closely with the two officers killed as well. I just wanted to share with you a few observations over the last 24 hours. They often speak of brotherhood in the fire service and on the police force. And in these times of moral and ethical decay, that feels all the more true. Not only do we find ourselves isolated from the normies of civilian life as we see the darkest side of man on a daily basis, but we are also on an island of our own as time and time again, mentally deranged, serial abusers, drug and alcohol addicts are spun out back onto the street from jails and hospitals in a matter of hours. Our society seems hell-bent on making our streets and our neighborhoods less safe. The system is broken. DAs and prosecutors failing to charge properly. Mental health beds and facilities operating on bare bones. We are fighting a losing battle. But there are still men and women putting on their uniform every day and fighting the good fight, facing the evils of this world head-on. Seeing all the police officers and firefighters come together today gave me a ray of hope. The brotherhood is strong. These people are truly heroes, and it is an honor to stand alongside them. As difficult as today has been, obviously written yesterday, it was an overwhelming expression of support to see every overpass full of fellow firefighters, paramedics, law enforcement, and civilians standing at attention and holding American flags, as we drove our fallen brothers away from the hospital. We felt the love and we saw the glimmer of humanity that is still in all of us. I ask for your prayers for the little ones without a father, the wives who are now widows, and the countless broken hearts and lives. Please pray for all the police officers and firefighters who lost their brothers today. God bless you all. Luke Miller. Wow. What an email. Yeah, that was quite an event yesterday, and we don't know enough. For my taste, we don't know enough. We uh, we have not officially released the name of the dead bad guy, 
I'm uh, I'm clinging to the idea that that name has not been released due to some important factors, and the best we can come up with, uh, based on our pregame talking to each other, was uh, John noting in the news stories that an autopsy will be conducted on the uh, dead bad guy, and that presumably is to determine if he did in fact shoot himself or was or was shot. I don't know what that has to do with not releasing his name. The Star Tribune, John and I were discussing, I don't think you had your headphones on. Uh, the Star Tribune has now said that they have confirmed it is a self-inflicted gunshot. Wound. Okay, then I don't, uh, I'm running out of patience as a consumer of news to wonder why the delay in naming the fellow. Does the timing have anything to do with it? <clears throat> there's, I don't uh, understand. A what, Sunday morning. I'm just trying no, to think no, of what other reasons there could possibly be. Well, there's, there's Sunday morning has nothing to do with it. The, uh, I mean, a shorter staff or something like no, that. I don't know. No, no, no. It has nothing to do with it. Both, uh, both conventional newspapers in town and all three, four, if you want to count nine, four, why not count nine? All four television stations in town were fully staffed on this story. It commanded uh, significant attention, as it should, and uh, no one uh, as yet to confirm the name. Alpha News I was going to say, there is one outlet locally that uh, has. But I don't know where they got it, and I don't go by Twitter, although I saw his name on Alpha's Twitter account. Well, Sorry about that. I didn't realize my microphone was on. I've been listening to the scanner call from that night, and I haven't heard his name mentioned yet. But that might be how they um, this um, this Twitter account got the name of the alleged um, bad guy. Well, we do know that a bad guy uh, that a domestic call was placed to the police about two in the morning. Sunday morning, and we do know that two coppers were the first to arrive and a paramedic. And uh, we do know that there were seven kids in the house, mm-hmm. aged two to 15. Uh, I, was there a mom in the house or a woman? I don't know. There's yep. a lot I don't know. There was a they, mom. They did say there was a woman, in, a woman and seven children was the way I saw it. And yeah. we pretty much have to respect the Burnsville Police Department and wait for them to release the name, and they'll give us a reason why. Well, the BCA has taken over the case, though, so it won't be up to Burnsville. It'll be up to the Bureau well, of Criminal Well, you understand my point. Yeah, I do. But it's the Bureau of Criminal Apprehension okay. that presumably would be the one to release his name. Uh, do you have it? You can read it. I don't have it in front of me. It's on my phone. Uh, and my phone must be in the other room. Uh, I do have it right here. Uh, Shannon, is it Gooden? G-O-O-D-E-N. Yeah. Uh, 38 years old. And, and that's I, all I know. Yeah, okay. I wasn't going to say the next part, but that's fine. Well, I'll let the authorities confirm it all, and then we can begin to speculate about him and his behavior and his history. And- also, according to Alpha News, he reportedly petitioned to have his gun rights restored back in 2020 and does have a 2008 felony assault conviction, according to Alpha News. I saw that, but was that petition denied? That I don't know, Kenny. I'm sorry. So we don't know if he held those guns legally or not. Correct. We do not okay. know that. All right. 
Well, if we if we just enforce the gun laws we have, we'd cut down on a lot of problems. Uh, and if uh, uh, prosecutors the, and DAs would put people in jail, we'd cut down on a lot of problems. Do you think, though, that a lot of people understand that this is probably a guy that shouldn't have been out? We don't know that. Well, okay, you're right. You're right. We don't know that. Although if uh, I'm surprised, well, maybe they did. Reporters on this scene should have been hounding people for the name of the dead guy. Maybe they did. But it's not even mentioned in the stories I read that authorities refused to name the identity of the, I didn't even see that line. It was just glossed over. It was nothing about it. But this is further indication that the, the spiral continues to happen right in front of us. Right. What spiral? The moral and ethical integrity of of not only this country, Burnsville, Minnesota. Well, God if this sake. didn't happen yesterday in Burnsville, it would have happened in Omaha or Baton Rouge. It would have happened somewhere. This is not, unfortunately, this has become too common. What uh, What do you hope to solve or get resolved? What question do you want answered by the naming of the uh, the guy? to then pursue his history and find out if he, in fact, should not have been among us. Gotcha. I'm Fair going to enough. take a drink of water. Okay. Hydration is key. Mm -hmm. I was speaking to a couple of um, police officers yesterday. One of them was involved indirectly with this particular situation. And the the, the common discussion point we were having is, what in the hell are police forces going to look like here in 10 years? Because I continue to say, and I've been saying this for a number of years, you're going to keep getting the cops that we do want that are going to say, bleep this, I don't want to deal with well, it I can take you down a, I can take you down a darker road, uh, which I no longer hesitate to do because the country's falling apart faster than I can imagine. But you won't have a police force in 10 years. You'll have an ideological state for a state force to enforce ideology. They 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 wear some sort of uniforms that mimic the new meaningless state flag, and they'll they'll wander around and uh, they'll be enforcing ideology. If this keeps up, you can't this this current divide that we have. Well, we've been talking about it. We got onto something late last week. This current divide in. Uh, people behaving and then people watching the world just unfold in front of them in ridiculous ways, particularly in Minnesota with this ridiculous legislative makeup. This can't, this, it cannot hold. It's not sustainable. It's not sustainable. And uh, if, if it doesn't get turned around and if the people of Minnesota continue to like this and to continue mm. to elect the, uh, these crackpots, then you will, you won't have cops. You'll have a uh, some sort of state ideological enforcement agency to uh, make sure you're towing the line on DEI and uh, gender acknowledgement and, and what, whatever you want to plug in there. And crime will be like like it is in Russia. It won't exist. You'll, you shoot five people, but that didn't happen. That won't be in the news. That That doesn't happen. There won't be any crime. There won't be any crime because the state ideological enforcement force is telling you that there's no crime. Now that's as dark as I'm going to get for the moment. Wow. I can go darker, but I'm I've 
all of us have decided that we're no longer uh, afraid of the black helicopter. It's in view, and once in a while we get on it. One of the set. Oh, go ahead, Kenny. I'm sorry. I, I disagree with Joe, but that's um, that's just being me for once being optimistic. Good. I'm just I'm just hope that it'll never come to that. Well, obviously, and I, I, I really want to. I want to tell you that you're absurd and you're wrong and you're being insane, but. Uh, yeah, like you said, save it for another day. The saddest part about no, this is, uh, no, I'm not going to say that because more and more and more we're seeing things that we once thought absurd coming true, and that's what I was like about Sue to say, said. Ken. Because what the saddest part about all of this, and everyone, I think we're all thinking the same thing is nothing shocks us anymore. This wasn't shocking to to me anyway. I don't know if you guys feel the same way, but that's really sad. Well, I have a note on the reckoning uh, from Rick in Stillwater. Listening to the podcast last week, you repeated the idea that at some point a reckoning must occur. I kept thinking of the following quote attributed to Ann Rand. You can avoid reality, but you cannot avoid the consequences of avoiding reality. Of course, this does not hold true for those who live on the third rail. For this category of human being, the consequences are avoided, largely by transferring the consequences to the rest of us, which reminds me of another quote from the great Thomas Sowell. It is hard to imagine a more stupid or more dangerous way of making decisions than by putting those decisions in the hands of people who pay no price for being wrong. For the citizens of Gumption County, the challenge is to force those making the decisions to pay the price. Amen, brother Rick. Amen. Now, speaking of reality, uh, Governor Walls appeared yesterday, as, as, as was expected. A governor should appear in a situation that grim. And, but he strikes me as terribly awkward when he has to face reality. Meaning what? His demeanor? His, 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 uh, his, his rote response to to the tragedy as it involves the police officers, he he seems awkward. Uh, I mean, let's face it, he's on the side of of the group that views law enforcement darkly. And uh, uh, it just, uh, he did exactly what he had to do, and but he, it strikes me as it was uh, difficult for him. Not difficult yeah. for him, just awkward. Pandering and uh, absurd, if you ask me. And I really don't need to hear anything from Mary about anything, especially anything involving that, police or law enforcement. That's just a, that's an insult. Apparently, Mary, just shut your mouth. You know, Mary Moriality tweeted her condolences and uh, uh, she was uh, pretty much taken to task. Yeah, it was uh, noticed by a number of people. By other people commenting. Yeah. But again, that's the Twitter world and I don't go there. You don't. Well, that's where we are in life, Joe. I know, and it's very disappointing. To. It's very disappointing. Yeah, I know, but you have to face reality eventually. Well, no, Mary does. Uh, and Mary, you better read those because you're not highly, you're not held in high esteem. But the, the likes of Mary, the likes of Walls, they have to wake up and realize what is happening here. Was it the Louisiana governor late last week? He declared a state of emergency because they don't have enough cops and crime is absolutely out of control. When you have a mystery that is enforcing the idea, the idea that we are oppressors or oppressed, and you want to bring about the mystery by creating a different country, 
the very idea of law enforcement is among the first dynamics of, let's call it the old way of life in the United States, that will take a hit. Because if you are, uh, if you are subjected to law enforcement, you're merely, you're merely being oppressed by the oppressor class. And that's what these people want to get rid of. And then you have a tragedy like yesterday in Burnsville, and there's just enough of the old ways still hanging on, still enough of the formula in place where, yep, cops have to appear. Sometimes they get shot. We're going to arrest this guy. Well, this guy's dead. And they'll we're going to play this out and see what happens. And the, uh, the governor shows up and the mayor and the district attorney say what they should say. But we've all grown to believe that we don't believe them. We know what they're really up to, and they're they're going through the motions because it's just the last vestiges of of law enforcement as we once knew it are still evident and still have to be used. But with each passing year, the more we're going to elect crackpots, the more that's going to disappear. Mm -hmm. And so a few years from now, you know, the only people that there won't be any, you won't know about what happened in Vernsville because we won't have crime. You won't know about it. Well, and the ideological, the, the ideological enforcement force yeah. will will be there to uh, to address it. I, I know that sounds ridiculous, over the top, and silly, but somebody tell me why that's not plausible the way we're headed. I can't. Can't do it. Can't argue. And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. but anyway, as we, you know, we applied the 48, 72 hour rule to this story in Burnsville. And then there's, there's much to know. I, I'm curious about the seven kids, you know, were they all, were they all one big family? Uh, I, you know, I, I don't know anything about them. I'm glad they're safe. It seemed to me that just interviewing the people in the neighborhood, nobody seemed to really know the people. I think that's fairly common, though. It, I, 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 I disagree. I, don't you know the people in your neighborhood? I, in my cul-de-sac, I know half of the families well. The other half, I don't know at all. Yeah, we knew about half. I, I, know, I, should... I know. I know. Okay, I'll just, it's a small area. One. Over there on Main. Two, three, four, five, six. I know, I know at least half. Okay. So I know at least half. Why are you disagreeing with us? Yeah, what know. point are we like proving it. here? I don't know what we're proving. We're not okay. proving anything. All right. We're proving that my garage. So this was one of the 50% of the people they didn't know. I guess. I'm, I'm, I'm unfamiliar with that. Well, I'm pretty much unfamiliar with Burnsville as a, as a neighborhood. I don't hang out in, in the neighborhoods of Burnsville. I'm fairly unfamiliar with where this is. Um, Burnsville and Bloomington are are starting to experience a lot of problems. Let's put it that way. Well, so is Woodbury. So is uh, mm. Stillwater. So is uh, anything. Just take that for what you will. I remember when I remember when we went to play Burnsville back back in the prehistoric days. Yeah. Of either hockey or being in a band. Brother, bus to get the bus. There ready. was a place in Burnsville called the Prison. And and it was quite fitting. Well, but it was very popular in the day. 
And but going to Burnsville was by, like we were going to Iowa. Yeah, it was a sake. It's not far away. Oh, back then it was. <laughs> we used to play a place uh, out on 494 called the Barn. Is it 494? Yeah, way out there. Might as well have been in South Dakota. <laughs> no, it's not that far away. My new garage door guy is the whole family. Precision garage door of the Twin Cities in Western Wisconsin. Don't charge extra for. Weekend visits, that's huge, especially if you've ever been nabbed on a weekend, as I have about a year ago for a kid I used to have. Holy mackerel. They But they got it all, too. They got the rollers and the springs with them. They got the hardware. They don't normally have to make a return trip to the shop. They want to get your job done in one day. They keep you apprised. They text you and say, hey, we're 30 minutes out. And that would tells me I get a chance. I make the coffee, go out, get my chair ready, because I want to shoot the breeze with the guy. Watch him. You know, you learn a lot about garage doors. And uh, it's probably the most vital uh, piece of equipment in your house that can fail. So you got to stay on top of it. Uh, these are good people. They're an equal opportunity employer. And they have great employees because the employees appreciate the compensation and the excellent work. Uh, call them. I want you to put this number in your telephone contacts. Precision Door MN. Uh, 612-263-6985. Or go online and find them at PrecisionDoorMN.com. Kenny, I did find a petition. Sorry, I just turned your guys' mics on. Sorry about that. Go ahead. No, Go ahead, I John. Did, I did find a petition, the petition where he tried to restore his rights. It was denied. His gun rights so, were not restored in 2020. So those firearms and ammunition was, were there illegally. Correct. Joe, the location is uh, north of 35E. North of 35E. And west of 77 Cedar Avenue. West of Cedar, so it's between 494 and 13. Nope, no, nope, nope. It's, it's almost towards Apple Valley. It's down on the other side of the river, Burnsville. Well, here, here's what you can do. Give it to me in terms of where Buck Hill is. Oh God, really? It's Jesus Christ. I Seriously, I don't think it's that difficult. Uh, oh, what, what are you? What Crystal Lake? If we weren't on the council right now, seriously, <laughs> I would say some really derisive okay, things the, to you. The, the intersection. Of I can't be more 13, clear. I can't be more clear than that. The intersection of thirty-five E and seventy-seven Cedar Avenue. If you don't know where that is, I, nobody can help oh, you. Oh, that's before you get to the. The break where you head south on 35. It's if, if you're going south on 35E. Yep. It's. Yep. Got it. Chris, we talked to the doctor and we've decided we need to up I your thought, medication. I thought that was Apple Valley. See? No, it's very <laughs> close. Um, yeah. Like somebody said. Chris, yes, um, where, where did you see the uh, Star Tribune thing? Because I can't find it on that Twitter. And I just uh, want it for the news story. Sure. It's on. Where is it here? They tweeted this out from their account. What time do you uh, got? Uh, hold on. Let me get rid of this guy. Peep, everybody, Joe, by the way, is sending us that Zach Metzger audio. I won't play it on the show. I'm just letting you know that it's. Uh, 
The story, John, uh, on their thing, their thing was updated on their website at ten twenty. Oh, it's at their website. Ten twenty-seven a.m. Chris, were you going to have a meeting today to determine a meeting, a further meeting? When was that meeting to have a meeting? Yeah, I need to reach out to those people. Yes, Uh, Monday, Uh, and that um, I need to tell everybody here. Are are you all sitting down? Okay, good. Audra Martin is now following MSP traffic. Wow, that's a big deal. She introduced introduced Joe and Pat at the Diamond Awards last year. Not last year, 20, yeah, last year. Who in the hell is Audra Martin? She's she's cool. I like Audra. Is she in the wild? Yeah, she does some of the wild. She does some of the twins. That's great. She's cool. Well, I got the. How did you reaction. Bro, I was hoping how did you to follow you? <laughs> FYI, you guys, I wasn't kidding. Burnsville's getting has some problems. I picked up about where, where, seventy where followers since last week. Maybe, uh, maybe Orono doesn't have a big problem. It was in Orono on Friday. Hmm. Um, okay, I'm just you don't even know where Burnsville is. I do know. <laughs> I do know where Burnsville is. Uh you might have to prove it. <laughs> it's you know down there. You can you can get to it down by Iowa. <laughs> Do you know that Minneapolis fired its civil rights director? Yeah, I oh, have that story. Um, I, did you understand it? Could you explain it to me? No, I wrote it four times no, trying to figure I, out what I the didn't. Deal was. I can. She was tell me. Uh, well, she wasn't protecting the civil rights. Is that okay? I see. I couldn't no, tell she, if it was that way or the other way around. She didn't timely enough do anything about police misconduct reports. Okay, so she just. But here's a black woman a who might have, huh? She just kept them in a folder. Is that? I think she put them on the back burner and just <clears throat> left them on the. Back she wasn't. Back com- she wasn't dealing with complaints of police misconduct in a timely manner. I see. So they were in the folder. Yeah. <sighs> Well, okay, let's, let's talk about this. Kenny, I, I will take a seafoam here. All right. I'm rolling. It's the end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Joe Suchere. Get down to the Knack Hardware. Get yourself two, three, four, half a dozen of these empty squirt bottles. They come in really handy in the shop. I'm bringing this up because last week I noticed a a guy on a Facebook message board uh, was having some uh, issues with his 77 Snowjet Kawasaki uh, mechanic from Nova Scotia. uh, Scotia? Nova Scotia. He chimed in, told him to put in a strong concentration of seafoam additive let it sit for at least 24 hours. I love seeing seafoam advice on the internet, but I would I would amend that info. I would say, put some of that seafoam additive into this spray bottle that you just got from the knack. Get that thing running, even if you have to keep it up on the pipe to keep it alive, and just slowly start spraying the uh, seafoam right into the yap. It's going to smoke like a Pink Floyd concert. It's going to be really cool. It's going to try to kill, but keep doing that. And eventually, those jets, you only have two in these sleds, a, a, a main jet and a, a low uh, a pilot jet. Thank you. And if they can get cleaned out, seafoam is going to do it. That's the only answer. 
Um, and if seafoam doesn't work, you got to pull that carb. Thankfully, that's an easy job. But seafoam, I'm telling you, if you're lazy, if you're if you're like me, let seafoam do all the heavy lifting. And the great news about seafoam, you can find this stuff everywhere. That and the top engine cleaner, the deep creep, all of it available in the automotive chemical aisle and stores all over this great country. A product for everything that ails our cylinders, carburetors, crankcases, you name it, and a wonderful product in a world of bad gas, seafoam. I was walking yesterday and I heard chanting Hmm. and I couldn't determine what was being chanted so I kept walking closer to the chanting. Mm-hmm. Well, it turns out the uh, Summit Avenue was closed down for pro-Palestinian march. Oh, that's nice. And I, I talked to a couple of coppers about it, and uh, they were they seemed distracted. And then it occurred to me, well, of course they are. They were probably oh, thinking sure. about the yeah. stuff in Burnsville. Uh, but we a pretty good crowd of uh, people saying that uh, uh, that. Uh, uh, Palestinians were were right. And say, did you know Minneapolis f- fired its civil rights director? Where have I heard that before? I did, and you're going to have to explain to me because uh, I think along with John, I read the story and kind of did a, he- it's a head scratcher. Her name is Alberta Gillespie. Uh, she was canned Friday uh, because she posed an immediate threat to the city's ability to reform policing. According to city documents, Alberta Gillespie's troubles with her superiors date back to at least late 2023. Well, in other words, what? (laughs) Two months ago. Five months ago. That's when it became clear that the Office of Police Conduct Review, a division of the Civil Rights Department, was not dealing with complaints of police conduct in a timely manner as part of the city's latest efforts at civilian oversight of police misconduct. The police review office was failing to update its website intended to keep residents current about complaints against police. The office was struggling to investigate complaints of police misconduct within 180 days, the time frame required under a settlement between the city and the Minnesota Department of Human Rights. So it sounds like this these complaints might have come through Gillespie, and rather than acting on them promptly, she must have been stuffing them in a drawer or something right. and, and not, not getting to the bottom of things. Uh, in December... That must mean just a month ago, two months ago. Then interim city operations officer, because there's too many people in government. You can't keep these people straight. Then interim city operations officer Heather Johnston gave Gillespie a formal reprimand for insubordination. The next day, a Civil Rights Department staff member approached Margaret Anderson Kelleher, who then began her own investigation. And Margaret Anderson Kelleher is the city operations manager. She's still in the best. She used to be uh, something in St. Paul, public works or something. She gets around. uh, It's a good gig. The third rail, you just keep. It's a good club to be in. What now? And prior to that, wasn't she Speaker of the House? Speaker of the House, yeah. Oh, yeah, maybe she wasn't in St. Paul. No, she left that job to do a job like that. Yeah, she's had a number of gigs. 
And uh, apparently Kelleher found uh, Gillespie to be uncooperative and an obstructionist. Gillespie, according to memos, Gillespie was refusing to cooperate with attorneys and others inside and outside the city, working on a growing backlog of complaints against officers who are supposed to be investigated by the police review office and ultimately the community commission on police oversight. So I, I right now I bet I've named 10 different bureaucratic <laughs> titles right. uh, by Anderson Kelleher's count. The review office had 297 open cases, including 108 more than a year old. I, I'm not going to continue here because there's a couple of conclusions you can draw. Uh, one would be, that uh, maybe 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 this woman was not the best hire you could have found. Maybe she's not up to the up to the job. Ooh, I will wonder what her qualif- why she why was did, chosen. Why don't you look her up? Alberta A L B E R D E R Gillespie G I L L E S P I E. I'd like to know her background before she got this gig, which was the city's civil rights director attached to about 10 other bureaucracies. Uh, So it's either she was terribly incompetent or she didn't think the complaints amounted to much and didn't want to do anything with them. Or uh, she was overwhelmed with work, or she'll contend she was fired unfairly. Crump will get his big butt in here and sue the city, and the taxpayers will be on the hook for another couple of million for Alberta Gillespie. All right, she does not have a Wikipedia page, but she's an Aberdeen, Mississippi native. Uh-huh. Gillespie's parents thrived in an era of segregation and Jim Crow I, I, I don't need all the crocodile tear stuff. Just tell me what she did. Um, I got it here. It's the last... It's the last paragraph of the Star Tribune story, Joe. Okay, go ahead. As director of the Civil Rights Department, Gillespie was paid an annual salary of $179,000, oversaw a budget of some $73 million. No, 7.3. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Bad eyeballs. 7.3 million and more than 46 full-time employees. She began her tenure in November 2021, was reappointed by the mayor in 2022. Her term was to expire in 26. Previously, she served as the city's 2020 census coordinator and co-founded the group Black Women Rising. Active in democratic politics for years, she ran unsuccessfully for a Woodbury-based seat in the State House in 2016. Uh, From that two paragraphs, I can learn nothing about her competency. But I bet she's had a history of these public jobs, and maybe this one was too tough. I don't. I have no idea. Do you find anything more than that? <laughs> anyway, they need a new civil rights director. And five will get you ten. She'll end up with some payout. So who knows? It's it's kind of a one sided story here. I mean, we need. We need quotes from her. Somebody needs to talk to her to find out her story. Speaking of civil rights, did we know at Reavers you did, John Height did, but it's never been made public, I don't think, 
Did you know of a big brawl at Lakeville North between uh, female students? Yep. I don't think that was in the was covered by conventional news gatherers. It Am I correct? Not. It was not. Uh, this is from the Daily Mail, which covers everything in the world. It was a lunchtime fight at Lakeville North. Police had to be called. Uh, video shows two female students viciously attacking one another as teachers desperately try to pull them apart. Uh, one of the girls charges at the other, sending her sprawling as the other students cry out in shock. Uh, I don't know why we're not hearing about this. Uh, as she attempts to get up, the other girl starts raining blows. They continue brawling until both end up on the floor, uh, going for each other's hair. Now they're slapping and and they they won't let go. One of the gar one of the girls starts screaming in pain while the other shouts, "I don't give a blank!" As people attempt to pray, uh, pry them apart. I'm not getting off, she yells while maintaining a tight grip of her hair before adding, I'm going to kill this B-word. Okay. Wow. The clip ends with the girls engaged in a deadlock on the floor as other students holler in the background. Uh, the school said it's working with local police to ensure additional supervision was in place at the school's basketball game, which would have been late last week, this story is. Uh the principal, Kim Buddy, said incidents like this are taken seriously. Well, sure. Uh, as always, when situations arise that put others at risk, the school administration acts quickly to navigate to ensure a safe and secure school environment. Well, you're full of B as in P, S as in S, but what else are you going to say? Unfortunately, several students chose to film these incidents on their phones. It's important for students to know that our school condemns use of personal devices in this matter. In other words, the school's really PO'd that uh, somebody captured this on film. Uh, this fight comes after an altercation at the St. Louis Park High School in which a race-fueled brawl erupted between black and Somali students leading to the arrest of at least two adults accused of joining in Abriha and Elisa Smith, 22, and Latoy's Renale Milan. 41 were arrested, but later released without being charged after fights broke out at St. Louis Park. That initial altercation erupted between a group of black and Somali students. It was claimed by Crime Watch Minneapolis, but the situation escalated when parents, after they became aware of the incident, joined in the fight alongside the kids. Hmm. Uh, and none of this, I don't recall seeing any of this in the uh, local press. Am I, am I right? I did not. I did not see it. The Lakeville uh, story? No, nothing. Yeah, yeah. Here's another piece. Uh, teachers were overpowered. Police had to be called. And students were threatened with suspension if they shared the video. Oh, really? Yeah. Are there SRO officers in that school? Well, we're, we're struggling now with uh, SRO uh, officers and uh, the uh, tactics they will be allowed to use the... Uh, the DFL-controlled uh, House and Senate are, are taking considerable time on this because they're going to have to become—they want to come up with a magical hold that won't even wrinkle the shirt of somebody who just punched his teacher <laughs> right. in the face. Here, um, according to the internets, there is one Lakeville area police officer that's an SRO there. And then the other question I had is, if a student tries to step in and stop the beating— 
is that student then equally as guilty as the two that are fighting? Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if that would be the case. Because I'm just wondering on people that stand around and shoot things on video instead of bringing it, you know, stopping it. I think it is another example, though, Kenny, of just not not wanting to get involved in any way and, and probably being told that by the, the principal apparently sent a note to students condemning the students who filmed the scene. I don't know if she condemned the students who were actually fighting. Yeah, what would she have them do? <laughs> I don't know. I guess they're not supposed to use their phones to record it's, what's happening. It sounds like she's more concerned with PR, yep. negative PR, than Absolutely. she is with kids kicking the yes out of each other. You don't want the taxpayers to know their money's for not, for not. You can't have that. Jesus. Okay. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I've got so much here. We, I did, we uh, before so before you continue, Joe, if I may add. Uh, the one thing the Daily Mail got wrong, they have charged three people in the St. Louis Park thing, the yeah. two parents and another kid. Listen, so John, I'm I'm uh, I'm terribly uh, charmed by the Daily Mail, but I don't for a minute count on them for anything accurate. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> but it is a shame that we have to go to this publication to get information on a story that's in one of the biggest schools in the state. Yeah. Right? Well, are we going to yep. have this? Was this story uh, in the local news gatherers? Uh, where am I getting it? It's from the Daily Caller, which I believe is some sort of right-wing site. It, it is, yeah. You you could say that. Okay. I don't read it, but I was alerted to it by an emailer. I normally look at it on Twitter. Uh, well, well, maybe right. maybe you guys could look this up and help me. Maybe Alpha News had it. But we'll go back to St. Louis Park High School. The St. Louis Park Public School District will allow Muslim families yeah. to opt out of LGBT reading lessons. Mm -hmm. Well, for one thing, I didn't know that LGBT situation required a specific reading lesson. Yeah. What do you Two public interest law firms... True North Legal and First Liberty Institute sent letters to the district saying forcing Muslims to participate in LGBT lessons is a violation of the First Amendment and state law. <laughs> the letter was reportedly, well, not if you're a white Christian. It's well, well, I was going to ask, what about the Lutherans? No, no, it's not. Okay, it's not they got to sit no, there. No, they you, have you a different constitution. You stay put yeah, there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just eat your hot dish and shut <laughs> the hell up. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. The letter was reportedly in response to six Muslim families, who I don't blame, by the way. You know, they're using their oppressed status to get away with what they it's, want to get away with. It's just the so Lutherans confusing. ain't oppressed. It's so confusing. The letter was reportedly in response, the lawyer's letter was in response to six Muslim families requesting the school to provide notice before any LGTQBMYZF-related books are presented to their kids and opt them out of those lessons. These third- and fourth-grade-level kids were exposed to LGBTQYZ content in October 23, which caused significant confusion and distress. See, they probably went home and gotcha. told Ma what yep. the hell was hey. going on. 
True, true North legal exists to protect the religious freedom of Minnesota families. Nah, not if you're Lutheran. Renee Carlson, <laughs> general counsel of True North, said, according to Alpha News. So Alpha News had this story. I don't think the Tribune did. I don't think the Pioneer Press did. <clears throat> and, and Channel 4 would have had it, but they had to break in for a new form of daisy that's sprouting this spring. Oh, it's just okay. confused. <laughs> yeah. We're proud to have worked with these families in the St. Louis Park School District to ensure that their constitutional right. Fatuma, Fatima, Urshat, one of the moms involved in the case, said schools should have no right to undermine their family's obligation to teach the principles of their faith. Well, then why doesn't every parent say that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. One school board member identifying as a queer person, well, of course, the school board attracts possibly attracts a queer person, reportedly said Muslim families should stand in solidarity with them since they are also a marginalized group. So in other words, this, the queer school board member, he's desperately, he or she, is desperately trying to play the oppressed card and say, hey, we're oppressed too. Come on, Muslims, you join us. We're both oppressed. Yeah, yeah. I respect your religious beliefs and also as a queer person in a marginalized community. Oh, go bleep yourself. <laughs> I would hope and expect solidarity, said school board member Sarah Davis. Hey, Sarah Davis, I got your solidarity right here. Sarah, I got you, Davis, right here. Muslim communities have been historically marginalized, and so have queer communities. So this presumably white American, who was probably raised as a Catholic, uh, is trying now to pretend she shares the same social dynamic as a Muslim immigrant. Mm -hmm. I'm marginalized too, you Muslims. Can't you stay with us? We're victims, man. We're oppressed. That The oppressors are out to get us. That's why we want you to read, it's no longer John and Jane went up the hill. It's Jane and Jane went up the hill Whoa. to get a pail of water. Right. It, it's the job of every level of education, local government, state government, federal government, to divide this country any way they can. The failed academy is uh, controlling the mystery. Just get us all fighting. That's all they want. LGBTQ, BYMC, BCDFB advocates in Minnesota reacted to St. Louis Park's new opt-out policy, alleging the policy was an attempt to attack LGBT people because they're sure. oppressed. Yeah. Of course it is. I mean, you got a legislator, this Finky who skateboards around the legislator. He wants a million bucks to welcome... We told you that last week. He yeah. wants a million bucks yeah. for a campaign to welcome uh, See you. the LGBTs to Minnesota. Ultimately, Minnesota schools have an obligation to uphold and protect LGBTQ families and youth. They do? Well, they do from, from, for health and safety reasons, of course. But I, do they have a, a, an obligation to uphold the ideology? And and uh, opting out from LGBTQ topics is not in the benefit of anybody, one activist said. Right. Well, it's in the benefit of the Muslim moms who don't want their kids exposed to it because they got a different deal going. You know, what the hell? Education has nothing to do with education anymore, does it? It's mm -hmm. just all social, social uh, engineering. Muslim and Christian parents in a Maryland, in Maryland protested outside the headquarters of the Montgomery County Public Schools 
against a policy that did not allow parents to opt their children out of LGBTQ BYFD policies. You know what? What's that joke? Go bleep yourself, you freaks. Subtle. The, uh, ironically, Joe, the only local station that covered it was yeah. WCCO Channel <laughs> 4. <laughs> I knew they'd come through. Right. I'm sorry, Channel they did, 4. They did a video report on it. I'm sorry, Channel 4. <laughs> you know, but saying that, Joe, go bleep yourself, that makes us all feel better, but that just, it, it doesn't help, and it proves their point. We have to be more effective than I'm not saying go bleep yourself because you're trans. Go ahead and be trans. Go bleep yourself because you have no right to shove that down anyone else's throat. Thank they you. don't want to learn it. Stop shoving your way of life down my... I don't do it to you. Why are you doing it to me? You're not oh. that special. Get over yourself. Yeah. Right there. Right there. You aren't special. Get over yourself. Yeah. Go ahead and be trans and Q and B and A. And do it all. Have fun. Hell with it. That's fine with me. I don't not care. Not stopping you. Just but stop shut the hell up. Forcing it on everybody. You're not that special. Nobody cares about you. Sorry. There. Now I feel better. Oh, do they got these problems <laughs> in Sioux Falls, I wonder? Do. Possibly. but yeah, oh. You know what? They probably do, but on a lesser scale. So if you're thinking about, I think did Walls buy a big place in Sioux Falls, or is sure that just did, rumor? Joe. Is that just rumor? No, that was, uh, that was that maybe a... to avoid the taxes, like other businesses Ooh. moving to Sioux Falls. I don't know that Ooh. about Walls. There are great benefits in Sioux Falls. If this is the year you're thinking of picking up your business and leaving Minnesota, I'm kind of going to be sad to see you leave, but I wouldn't blame you. You're uh, trading what you're experiencing here for short commutes, safe streets, quality of life, excellence. Uh, they got park. It's a good eating town too. I hear I've not eaten in Sioux Falls, but I hear it's got a good eating scene and they got orchestras and they got golf courses and parks and they have no personal or corporate state income tax. Come on. How do they function? Low workers comp rates and a lot less red tape. Great people, affordable buildings and sites ready and waiting for your expansion plans. It's an easy decision. Once you look at the advantages and maybe this is the year to make your move. And if you want to find out all about those advantages, go to Sioux Falls Development. That's one word. Sioux Falls Development.com. Joe, go get your phone. But what's the deal, Matt? You're just not feeling it today? What? We, need, we haven't needed any funniness. You need to talk more so I can talk less. Ladies and gentlemen, playing the underscore part for Kenny Olson is Matthew Mikulski. Amp it up here, buddy. Luke, use the force. No, I've been working my A-double-S off at the airport today because all of those skiers are coming back, and we have the contract to get their gear from the bus to the ticket counter. How about the oh. fact that oh. Sweden oh, told all of their participants, basically, don't leave your effing hotel room. Where? To just because Here. In downtown? The international or skiing competition was in town, yeah. and Sweden told World their Cup skiers, cross country. don't go outside. Minneapolis is a hellhole. <laughs> yeah, I see it, Kenny. 
I ain't seen it. <laughs> that ain't that ain't the skis I had. So the Swedes couldn't go to the Mardi Gras. Nope. Uh, what our gal took what second or third? Something fourth, like that. Uh, Something like that. Fourth, I think. Fourth. Didn't she? Diggins. Fourth. Leslie. Rook, I'll take a zero risk here. Right. I've never done anything more unrewarding than cross country skiing. I My hate God. cross country skiing. Hate it with a passion. I like downhill. That's just controlled stopping. I could easily fall in love with downhill skiing. You usually go skiing on a road trip. Sit in the middle. I don't get that joke. I, I don't, don't either. Yeah. It's an urban dictionary deal. Oh, it is? Yeah. Oh. Is it yucky? Kind of. Okay. Dep depends on what role you have. And what you're into. <laughs> Yeah, the slow man is now looking it up. No, I'm, oh. I'm not. I'm trying to <laughs> trying to change the topic in my brain. Uh, John, don't forget North American. I know you won't. North American. When you Do get I to your break? midway point, yes. Will you please throw it to moi? Is the market closed today? Yes, because of the holiday. Joe, how are you? <clears throat> Joe, were you disappointed that the Daytona 500 was postponed until today? No. Did that wreck yes. your whole day? No. Will that help its number, its television viewership, Ken? Hell if I know. Well, yeah, we're, we're uh, everybody's working. Why well, are you gonna watch it? Just I didn't us. know it was Why postponed until at one o'clock. It's yeah, that's President's what I don't Day. get. You gonna head on over to the X? No. Oh. What were you gonna say, John? Uh, they were talking about postponing it again today because there are been issues, but I I don't see anything now. But Daytona. Rain still ongoing as of 10 a.m. All I know is the uh, Burnsville press conference interrupted the uh, Genesis Open in L.A. But I didn't mind. Rightly so. I Rightly didn't so. mind. These NASCAR race drivers are a bunch of hacks that cannot stop crashing in the last 10 laps. You don't see it in Formula One. You don't see it in IndyCar. You don't even see it in dirt track racing. But you see it every single NASCAR race. Three or four yellows crashes in the last 10 laps. Did I tell you I watched Ferrari? Yeah, and you told you advised me to wait till it comes on. Uh, it's not worth renting. Right. And I watched uh, Oppenheimer. Yeah. Yawn it's a long fest. one. How'd you like jumping around the timelines? I didn't. I was very confused. I'm so dumb. That I want filmmakers, when they do that, I want them to put the year that they just jumped to. Stop <laughs> making me figure it out. Put it in so, big, uh, bright uh, Yeah, numbers. Was he, absolutely. Was he subject to the McCarthy hearings? Is that what that was? I guess. You know, it, it wasn't that good. Uh, I, it was too discombobulated. Tedious. Too much information I didn't care about. Don't care about his love life at all. At all. At all. None. I can't. Yet. Uh, I can't get my news to pop up. <laughs> That's Come on, a problem. You bastard. Well, you have Make a pill for that. Hey, now. <laughs> oh, come on. Oh, come on, man. And maybe buy a new computer, huh? That'd be a different computer than the one before, so. Actually, what, I don't know. What, CenturyLink is going nuts lately. It's not working half the time. I don't know why. A couple of them. Are we aware Look. of the new 
housing for labor initiative that President Biden announced late last week? President Biden. Uh, he announces tax incentive. I'm I'm looking to to validate this, but so, not, again, he did what? Not, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say anything because you do what now? You're all what now? Kind of here. I'm trying to I'm trying to I'm trying to think, but nothing's happening. President Biden announced tax incentives for families willing to take in migrants in a new housing for labor initiative. You'd that have sounds- to forgive all my taxes. Oh. Uh, do I get to pick? Are we allowed to talk about Linda on the council? Or do we have to? Oh, sure. Sure. I sent it. I sent my package to her on Tuesday. She received it on Thursday. She put it in her system on Friday. By Saturday, she was done. And uh, we spoke yesterday. Um, for the I haven't even called. I will. Guy. I have notes. Chris. Why don't you I save took, it for when it. you do an ad? I'm going to reiterate all of this when you get on the air. Sweet. Uh, well, my no, point wait, being, no, 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 don't do it in conjunction with an ad for her. Quiet. Pipe down. No, my I'm point being, pipe down. Pipe down, <laughs> Mayor. Point of privilege. Point of privilege. Your uh, my point being, privilege. Less than a week turnaround, Chris uh, Reavers. Oh, wow. Are you doing an ad for her today? No, I will be tomorrow. Then you save that for tomorrow. Too late. I already said it out loud. Oh, fine. Uh-huh. Yeah, everybody <laughs> heard me. B A B Y. What wrong you? with you people? Hey, it's almost one. We got to go here. And I still I haven't gotten my Linda, dues up. So. Linda hates paying taxes as much as we do. Yes. I love that. Maybe even more so. <laughs> I think so. Well, you're making me wonder could she discover more than my guy discovers? Me wonder. Uh, I used to have a guy in in uh, Edina, and what a miserable process that was working with him. He had too many clients. Um, well, my guy's cool. That, that just way. didn't care about That's us. That's why I got rid of your guy. He gave me I 10 minutes. Guy. I love my guy. I know, but he has too many clients. 12.57. I'm waiting. Rolling. It's John's I fault. I never get still, out of it. Who's still trying to get the news up? So. John's not ready. That's right. He's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Souchere. While John is waiting or looking, I can. We're going to have Rookie tell us about zero rest. Yes, yes, please. February nineteenth is still right in the middle of the month of love, and boy, zero rest has got a great deal for you in February. The Love Your Rug special. What is it? It's getting three rooms, zero resified, starting at just $119. They're going to throw in a free hallway. They're going to start cleaning your air ducts. You're going to take 75 bucks off when you get your air ducts zero res clean. That means every six months, you call zero res. Every year, you call zero res. And if you want to, after they've completed their task, you can write a review. Uh, 17,000 Google reviews right now, 4.9 rating. If you have a business, call today for your commercial cleaning estimate. But to get this great deal, you got to ask for the rookie Love Your Rug special. 952-Z-E-R-O-R-E-Z or go online to ZeroResMinnesota.com and let them know you want the rookie Love Your Rug February special. It's different every time. Call today, Zero Res. Here's John Height in his newsroom. 
Thank you, Joe. This news brought to you by North American Banking Company. Lawmakers and emergency response services showing support for the first responders shot and killed yesterday in Burnsville. Burnsville Police Officers Paul Elmstrand and Matthew Rouge and firefighter Adam Finseth died after a man who had barricaded himself inside a home with seven children opened fire in the midst of crisis negotiations. One Burnsville officer also wounded during the incident. He will survive. The governor's ordered flags and half staff starting today at sunrise. Hundreds of people gathered last night for a vigil outside Burnsville City Hall. Officials said last night the shooter is dead. There was no ongoing threat. They didn't say how he died, uh, although now this morning the Star Tribune is reporting police say it was self-inflicted fire that killed the man. His name is expected to be disclosed following an autopsy today. Minnesota Bureau of Criminal Apprehension is investigating. The children in the home, ages 2 to 15, were not physically harmed. Two people taken to the hospital Saturday after an explosion from an incendiary device caused non-life-threatening injuries in Fridley. Fridley police say their officers responded to a home along the 5300 block of Altura Road Northeast for reports of people being injured by the explosion just before 6 p.m. Investigators think the explosion was caused by an illegal exploding firework. That was they it set a, off. maybe a gender reveal, John? Ooh, uh, ooh yikes. Huh? Gender reveal, so? maybe. Maybe. Maybe because people are always blowing themselves They're up doing that. doing that. Yep. Burning forests down, killing people, grandma getting a pipe through her stomach. I mean, it's just terrible. <laughs> that would explain it, and it'd be a better excuse if you're trying to explain it to people if you did it to yourself. Because in this case, it just sounds like they set off some fireworks in the house. Yeah. <laughs> so well, you, you don't want to do that. Somebody's <laughs> pregnant. Was there alcohol involved? Authorities say the Minneapolis bomb squad responded out of an abundance of caution. There we go. Determined there was no danger to the public. Interesting story from your paper over the weekend, Joe. Uh, Fred Mello did this one. Metro Transit Police Chief Ernest Morales III is a year into the job. Some Metro Transit drivers, passengers, and other officials say customer behavior has improved on the blue line. That, of course, is the corridor that connects downtown Minneapolis to the airport. It's one of many routes that helped uh, the overall system ridership go up a bit by 16% last year. Morales credits combined efforts of sworn police officers, community service officers in training, state-funded social workers, and street ambassadors who board the blue line from key staging areas like U.S. Bank Stadium in Minneapolis to enforce a freshly updated passenger code of conduct. However... Morales says there is a challenge in front of him that's very clear. The Green Line needs help. Yeah, there hasn't been a shooting there, though, in at least a week. <laughs> yeah, that was last week. There was a yeah. shooting. Yeah. Uh, there are robberies constantly. And a big problem that they're very concerned about, smoking. The death of George Floyd created an environment where, for many departments, avoiding unnecessary confrontation seemed prudent. Public transit became known as an unregulated space where fares would not be checked and smoking would not be disallowed. Uh, Listen to these numbers. Pretty amazing. Uh, Back in 2019, Metro Transit issued 1,308 misdemeanor citations. 2020, 573 were issued. In 2021, 10 were Mm -hmm. issued. So in two years, it went from 1,308 to 10. The citations climbed to 49. In 2022, this morality is a smooth talker. 
Yeah. Late last year, following new legislative authorization, community service officers began issuing administrative citations or non-criminal fines instead of penalties that would show up on a criminal record. Uh, Fred, the reporter in this story, took a ride last Tuesday. Uh, He said uh, during his ride, uh, they were trying to enforce basic rules like keeping voices at a reasonable rate, but, uh, well, riders were even outraged by that. Morales said his task is to change the mindset There's a mindset of entitlement, he said, because they're so used to not being held accountable for that code of conduct. Mm -hmm. Smoking smoking indoors has been outlawed for years. It's a misdemeanor and shouldn't happen on the train. Yes, sir. You know who I want as head of law enforcement in Minnesota? Preferably, I'd want him as governor, but head of law enforcement in Minnesota. Hmm. Booker Hodges of Bloomington, Mm -hmm. the police chief of Bloomington. I'm basing this on hearing every press conference I possibly can if I know he's going to be speaking. He doesn't suffer fools gladly. Mm -hmm. I really, based on, that's all I can base this on. Okay. I, uh, he's a straight shooter, no BS, and uh, he doesn't like criminals. Did you see his uh, press conference last week? I hope I did. In which he held up a photograph of a crocodile with tears coming out based upon the two people that were released from or from, from prison right. last week. Right. Saying, you got crocodile tears here. I I, I don't know what to tell how you. Does, how does corporate media normally treat those types of law enforcement officers uh, with the news derision cam- no, and the, mockery? The, no, the news cameras seem to enjoy him. Uh, yeah, and and he doesn't appear to some of that. You, I know the guys you're talking about, Kenny, are a little extreme on some issues, uh, but Booker doesn't come across that way. He just comes across as a straight shooter, like Joe Booker said. Hodges gotcha. for king. I want him um, to be the governor. We have kings. Nah, we might as well. Regarding the St. Paul paper, Joe, I'm wondering if you could do me a favor <laughs> and tell that gal from your newspaper that lives in India to stop calling me. I'm not going to re-up. Seriously. <laughs> yeah, I wish I knew what to tell you. I just... I'm telling you, it's worth the buck I pay every six months. So. A buck. He pays well, a dollar. <laughs> for the digital. I'm going to need all that. <laughs> and, you know, a buck. <laughs> The guy pays a buck. So let's do the math. That's for a month, John? No, that's $12 uh, that's, a year. No way. For that's, six months. I got it for six months. For two a bucks a year, I'll baby. Be, I'll be right back. How, how many different. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm going to do, don't yeah. you? How many different uh, columnists does the Pioneer Press have? <laughs> they have. Well, they that, uh, that one cranky guy. One. Well, besides you, I'm saying. I don't think there is one besides me. Okay. Just going to. I'm going to do some math. I'm here. making $2 a year. $2 a year. Is that thing down to a pamphlet yet? Is it just a one sheet pamphlet? Like the guy both, on the street handing stuff off? Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you, I'll tell like you how sad like it is. Like a $2 off coupon to a strip club. Here's, here's how sad it is. I'll, I'll, I'll make, I'll get it. Now, for those of you that get Papa Murphy's pizza, you cook it yourself, right? Oh, yeah, so I'll lay, I'll lay a newspaper out to make sure I don't get any grease on the cupboard. When I cut it after I cook yeah. it, well, yeah. it, I can barely get enough newspaper when I put out one of the Pioneer Presses. Yeah, it's not thick enough. <laughs> that may fall. Sorry, Joe. Oh, Joe's making a face. I'm going to continue. Yeah, with one news. whole dollar. How about that. Follow up to a story we talked about when it first happened. An East Metro dealership is making the most of an unfortunate unfortunate situation. Christmas morning, I remember a man broke into Townsley Motorsports, took a UTV on a joyride to the store. Is that turned in jail? The guy who did that? 
That's the guy that allegedly be. took off this was with Matthew's the first, yeah. equipment. Yeah. 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 Causing him like seven different shout outs of the show if we could find that white pickup. But listen, listen to what John has to say here. This is brilliant marketing from Towsley. This caused hundreds of thousands of dollars in damage. He plowed through three garage doors, a fence, displays, and some other UTVs. All the store decided to have a scratch and dent sale to offload the damaged vehicles. The offending UTV, deemed the infamous diehard Christmas Ranger, was on sale with a steep discount, along with 12 other damaged vehicles. A manager says that the sale is kind of a healing experience after such a loss. They add that it's been a busy day with customers coming to show support and buy the items on sale. Uh, it happened this past weekend, by the way. It has been crazy, said manager Jenny Dost. I'm glad to see some people got to have a little bit of fun with it with us. This was getting out the bad hoodoo that came with this and closes the chapter, gets it out of the way, and moves on. Austin Erickson was arrested in connection with the incident, was charged with felony burglary, property damage, and vehicle theft. My allegiance remains with EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake. I'm not going to go to Towsley and buy some cracked and half mini bike. <laughs> uh, no, it's a it's a Polaris Ranger, right and I would. I would buy mine from Moon Motorsports, of yeah. course. Uh, there we've taken uh, care so. of our people here. Yes. Good yeah. job. Good job, fellas. Why don't yeah. we uh, take a quick break before more news? Let's see what Mr. Reavers has in store. Well, for as us. long as we're giving shout outs here on the news segment of the podcast, how about my friends at Hofferman Water, an independent water treatment dealer? Unlike what Joe and Kenny said, I'm actually a customer of Hofferman Water. That was a cheap shot. I'm just wow. kidding. Wow. Uh, sales. I'm a customer of Eagle Fund. I know. I was just. I was having a laugh at your expense. No, it was uncalled laugh. for. It was very hurtful, and I apologize if you were offended. Get on that schedule for that free water analysis today, 612-895-2440. That's their phone number. You can also schedule an appointment by visiting their website, HoffermanWater.com. They're the best, and if you want to improve the quality of your water, maybe you've got a bad cough and you want some uh, clean drinking water. Why don't you get some better water? Get in touch with my friends at Hofferman Water today. I've been a customer for years, and it's made an amazing difference in the quality of my water. You're okay, Joe. 612-895-2440, HoffermanWater.com. Hofferman Water has been proudly serving the state of Minnesota for over 50 years. Maybe don't mention the Garage Logic podcast because of this particular spot, but if you'd like yeah. to, that's all right as well. <laughs> Went down the wrong pipe. Hi, Carambas. <laughs> uh. <laughs> there we go. I think they'll like that. Oh, yeah. They're going to have no choice. That's what I tell myself every time there's a screw-up. Oh, they'll like it. No, that'll, that'll be good, good stuff. It's fine. It's yeah. fine. Oh, man, it's it's fine. fine. Rook, will you give me Minnesota Masonic as we bump back? Tell Joe I can do 135. Get your stopwatch out. Get your stopwatch out. What? I'm just going to tell Pat sure. What time? Tell Joe 135. Okay, Pat. All right. Have you heard of Pat, a band called you. K... KO and the knockouts. Have you ever heard of a group called The Right Now? Hello? No, no to you and no to you. Are we ready? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yep. Summon <laughs> along here on a Monday. Not for a minute, no microphones were working. Yeah. 
here's a guy that's got a bit of a cough. Joe Souchere. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, he does have a bit of a cough. And uh, there's no cause for concern because he's moving around now, so we're okay. Say, uh, if you have someone that could use a little help uh, via a scholarship, Minnesota Masonic Charities is the place that you should base your search on. There's many different scholarships to choose from. And the deadline here for Minnesota Masonic Charity Scholarships is February 29th. So that's in about 10 days. So go to their website, mnmasoniccharities.org. Click on the scholarship button and you'll discover all sorts of things. Student scholarships, community scholarship, matching grants. They've give over, given over $13 million in scholarships to date. There's an icon where you can click on to apply for a scholarship. And again, I've talked about the Selfless Scholar Award winners. Uh, the deadline for that is 20, February 29th, 2024. And that's the one where it rewards somebody that was nominated and somebody that was recognized. Learn more all about scholarships at mnmasoniccharities.org. In other news, they work very quickly in Russia. Have you ever noticed uh, how fast they move? <sighs> I Alexi- feel so bad about Navalny. Well, really Navalny, as we found out Friday, uh, was was killed in prison, although they're saying he died, but uh, he was killed in prison. You can't believe and, a word these asses say. And, uh, well, now uh, some people went out and they, they put flowers down, that kind of thing, and they were immediately arrested. Right. They've already already sentenced most of them to prison sentences in Russia. So that took, I don't know, two days. For putting flowers down? Yeah, well, any kind of dissent. Can't somebody take this guy out? I don't have much faith. We need Mitch Rapper or whoever. We sure as hell do. Uh, Apparently 154 have already been sentenced to prison in St. Petersburg alone. Rights groups and independent media outlets reported a handful of similar sentences in other cities across the country. Uh, Navalny, the 47-year-old Kremlin critic, died on Friday at the Arctic prison colony where he's being held on charges widely seen as retribution for his campaigning against Vladimir Putin. He was out for a walk, my ass. It's 26 below. He didn't go for a walk. Yet. The U.S. general, speaking of Russia, who previously led the U.S. forces in Europe, says Russia's military is not very good and says the West should be taking advantage of this situation. Ben Hodges was the commander of the U.S. Army in Europe, and he said, and uh, I know you hate these words, Joe, but uh, this is a quote from Ben Hodges. He said, quote, their Navy sucks, their Air Force sucks, and they've lost almost half a million soldiers. Mm-hmm. Hodges' remarks came as Ukraine ceded the eastern town of Avdivka after a grinding fight that's estimated to have cost Russia more than 400 tanks as well as thousands of soldiers. Despite Ukraine's high-profile struggles, Hodges says he thinks there's too much negativism, negativism around its fight with Russia. He said the West right now needs to body slam Russia in defense of the young democracy that Russia invaded. Follow-up to a story we had a while back. Kenny, uh, you got your what you wanted with this story. 45-year-old man arrested in the theft of that Jackie Robinson statue that was cut off at the ankles. And uh, it was not a hate crime thing. He wanted, indeed, as Kenny, uh, you said you hoped it was, to sell the medal for scrap. Mm. So his name is Ricky Alderetti. Wichita Police Chief Joe Sullivan said it was only the first arrest and there was more to come. He didn't specify how police determined Alderetti was a suspect in the case. 
Thieves cut the bronze statue from its base last month at a park in Wichita, Kansas. Only the statue's feet were left at McAdams Park, where about 600 children play in a youth baseball league called League 42, named after Robinson uh, Robinson's uniform number with the Brooklyn Dodgers. Two questions regarding that story. Are they going to replace that statue with a new one? Yeah, they had we talked know. about it. Yes, the artist is dead. He died, but they're raising money, and the fella who is in charge of the first statue says he wants to put up another tribute of some sort. Yes. Okay, second question. What about the Columbus statue on the Capitol grounds in St. Paul? Are that we going to find that and put, put that one back up maybe? That's in storage. Yeah, it's in a box uh -huh. somewhere at the Capitol being, being okay. stored. Right. I have deep uh, concerns about the sport of baseball. I might as well wait for Patrick and then I'll get to it. I have deep fears for baseball. Oh, good, because I wasn't bummed out enough today. How many people watch the Super Bowl? 120 million? 120, yeah, 125, something like that. How many people watch the last World Series? Six, six million? 6.3, I think they average. There's, there's, uh, there's many tea leaves to be read there. All right. Yeah. I look forward to that gotcha. conversation. Yeah. Uh, Follow-up to a story you talked about last week, Joe. Financial turmoil continues to unfold in the southern suburb of Chicago, Dalton after a bank said the village there failed to make a payment worth tens of thousands of dollars, which might result in police cruisers and other public works vehicles being repossessed. Mm -hmm. According to a letter dated February 14th, representatives from Kansas State Bank are threatening to take possession of more than a dozen village vehicles, including six police cruisers, after the village didn't make a payment of $76,000 on the vehicle's loan about nine months ago. Several trustees who spoke to WGN Television and Bert Odelson, Legislative Counsel for the Village Board of Trustees, said the payment was, uh, was authorized by the board in May of 2023, and they were not aware it hadn't been made. Odelson said she can blame whoever she wants, but the board did their job. That she in question is self-proclaimed Dalton Super Mayor Tiffany Henyard. Did she As, take the money, John? Well... She uh, took some trips right around that time, including a trip to Las Vegas that cost more than 12 grand. Mm -hmm. fell, fell in the same month the loan payment on the village vehicles was due. She, of course, isn't saying anything. Why are the people uh, putting up with her? Get rid of her. Uh, WGN reached out to the mayor for a comment. Uh, they heard nothing back. Now, the rock star sold his catalog. Rod Stewart sold his catalog for $100 million to Irving Azoff's iconic artist group. Uh, Stewart, 79, he boasts a catalog that includes 10 number wait, one wait. albums. I don't know what that's wait, for. Wait, what? Iconic. Yeah, what? Iconic. Oh, iconic. Yeah. Well, no, that's the name of the group with capital I. I don't so, care. I don't care. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we yeah. got rules here. Yeah, I got John. rules. I got rules. It's it's the name of the group. Jordan Speed signed the wrong scorecard. It's a rule. You're out. I, no, iconic. I big I iconic. Said it again. Jeez, iconic, 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 <laughs> iconic, iconic. Oh, the iconic. button just malfunctioned. 79-year-old <laughs> Stewart boasts a catalog that includes 10 number one albums. He's charted six consecutive decades with studio albums that sold more than one million each. The rights he sold span his solo career as well as his time as a member of Faces and the Jeff Beck Group. Stewart, who was on vocal rest last week in preparation for four concerts in five days, said in an email that he and Irving are a couple of old timers and we have a mutual respect and admiration for each other. My life's work is in safe hands with him. 
Uh, Azov, if you're not familiar with him uh, and his group, he's also the manager of many bands, including the Eagles, Steely Dan, and many, many more. He also has a roster on the iconic group that includes the Beach Boys, Cher, Joe Cocker, Nat King Cole, <laughs> David Crosby, Dean Martin, Linda Ronstadt, Graham Nash, Stephen Stills, and many, many more. Wake up, Maggie. I think I've got something to say yes. to you. John, thank you. Sure. Uh, take it away, Slick. <laughs> take it away. That's how we do it. <laughs> this is how we do it. I am now calling. I finally saw that movie documentary about the hippies in uh, the L.A. Hills, whatever that one's called. It's uh, was the it canyon, host, the canyon or something? Hosted by um, Jacob, Jacob Dylan. Dylan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That uh, that gal from uh, the Mamas and the Papas. Uh, she was uh, she was a good girl, wasn't she? The big gal. No, the big gal was awesome. Uh, no. The little blonde, yeah. though, was a, yeah, she was a runaround Sue. A she little was, bit of a, uh, uh, not, not a good human. I'm sorry. Which one, John? Michelle Phillips. Yeah. And wasn't John Phillips uh, equally evil, if not worse? Uh, weren't Horrible. there some yeah. allegations um, with him and uh, his daughter, Mackenzie? Well, Mackenzie said they had sex, yes. And he was also a horrible drug addict, which is well known, and he admitted to that. Yeah. I love the part where David Crosby finally admits no, what everybody I, I knows. Calling you, you called myself that. Well, he, was, he said, I'm an, I was an asshole. Yeah. Or I'm an oh, asshole. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, He's, did you I, see yeah, his documentary? Like I did. No, I can't stand him. I won't watch him. I, I enjoy him. I'll call you then. His right. documentary uh, is great. Yeah. I don't like him at all. You know what I love about you and Patrick? Huh. Your amazing patience. Well, believe him. I'm not ready to do <laughs> I Patrick know you're yet. not, but he's got nothing to do I down know, there. That's right. So they hell with him. Let him cool his heels Are out we with ready? the 75-year-old babes no, at the pool. Pat, it's 118. We're not, We're not ready. ready. <laughs> I am checking out the bathing beauties. Yep. God. There's some new women here from Omaha. A lot of sagging, Joe. A lot of sagging. <laughs> Ah, oh, what a sight, huh? Mm -hmm. You ready? Mm -hmm. Okay. Who's doing something? Joe Sushri is. Oh, shoot. <laughs> the Earth is not your mother. The Joe Sushri Show. How many, uh, real quick, Rook, look up the population of San Francisco. I bet you it's damn near a million people. You know, it's a big city. It used to be a hell of a city. Got some problems, I think, Joe. It's, she's pretty run down right now. The population as of July 1st, uh, 873,000. I'm going to call it uh, 900,000 people. Okay. And they, uh, they just. Oh, yeah, because those are the people that are there legally. They just named yeah. a new member of the San Francisco Elections Commission. That's a seven member civilian body that oversees and creates policy for the city's Department of Elections. And in keeping with the reckoning and in keeping with everything else we've been discussing, the newest member of the Elections Commission is an immigrant rights activist named Kelly Wong, who is not a citizen. 
Mm. No, not a citizen. What? You had 873,000 citizens to choose from. You picked a non-citizen. Where, where is her citizenship held? Where, where is she? Well, Wong, she's probably. Uh, Would you like to hear from Miss Wong? Sure. 其實在兩年前我來到三藩市的時候,我曾經認識了很多原來三藩市有很多的群內的,很多群內是很多非公民,移民都可以享有的,包括就算你不是公民,都可以去影響政策的。很多時候我們華裔或亞裔的聲音都
Only acclaimed windows are precision manufactured to within one sixteenth of your opening. You know what that is? Weather tight. Weather tight. The old north wind isn't going to blow through your house. And it's not just windows. It's patio doors and entry doors. Renewal by Anderson has the best products and the best service. And as I say, they've been around a long time. Learn more at renewalbyanderson.com backslash garage logic. Or call Renewal by Anderson, 651-705-6931. It's Renewal by Anderson that brings you this only because they come to you all the way from, where are we? We're still in Lake Las Vegas, Nevada. The Traveling Lymans. It was on this day. Uh, February 19th. In 1840, Andrew R. McGill was born in Seagerstown, Pennsylvania. He served as the tenth of the state's tenth governor from 1887 to 1889, and later as state senator and St. Paul's postmaster. Huh. He died uh, on Halloween in 1905 whoa, 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 in St. Paul. I thought you were St. Paul's postmaster. No, my my people were the first. I think out in the out in the western gotcha. part of the state. Ah. Yeah. On this day, two one nine in 1851. An act signed by Congress set aside 48,080 acres to support a state university, and the University of Minnesota was first incorporated six days later on that. Six days later? On native land, you know. On this day. Ah, February 19th. In 1902, the pink and white lady slipper was named the state flower by the legislature following the discovery that the previously chosen variety of lady slipper was not native to Minnesota. Aha, a glitch. This wild orchid has a brilliantly colored bloom and thrives in damp woods, swamps, and bogs. It was protected by a state law passed in 1925 that forbids picking the pink and white lady slipper, which is also known as... What happened? Oh, you're out of the yeah. Cypridium regine is the pink lady slippers. Cypripedium Cypripedium regine. Ophthalmologist. So you have to reroute your your trail through the woods around the one lone lady slipper. Yeah, you can't pick it. What about just run it over with the track? That'll happen. That'll happen. Sometimes. Hopefully, it grows back. Glers, not so far. Yes. Uh, let's go to the promo book, shall we? Do what page we doing? We're going to do number two today, and number two reminds us about a town council membership because there you can get full video and full show audio, including before, during, and after the show with the entire Garage Logic crew. Those are just a few of the great perks of a town council membership. You'll even get your own official member card. And a certificate from the mayor himself, along with invites to exclusive events. You can learn more about the town council and become a member at garagelogic.com. It does make a wonderful gift for the GLer in your life. Let's go. Are we done? Yeah. I just I just received an email from the Minnesota Golf Show wanting me to uh rate my experience there. <laughs> don't know. No, no. They would love my feedback. 
Did you like that? Did you like this year's event, Ken? I had a ball. <laughs> Does Hubbard own the golf show? Sure do, Joe. Well, okay, that's cool, but what's in it for him, I wonder? I mean, why? why Making I guess, money. I guess it's a just a good side deal, huh? You get vendors, you get tickets, yeah. Uh-huh. I think we should change the subject. I'm not saying anything mean. I think we should change the subject. I got a wedge in all my gloves. Good to know. Joe, I must not have won the uh, other thing, so I can't. Sorry. What, Chad? Oh, uh, so I must not have won the other thing, the bag and, and club, so I can't give them to you. Sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I forgot to tell you, Joe, I sent an email to Derek about appearing on okay. the program. Have you made any kind of effort to? Yeah, we got a listener who's a friend of Victor Davis Hansen. I'm kind of working on him. I've tried it once before and I never heard from Victor. Joe? I am ready for you. We could have Booker Hodges on. We'd probably ruin his career. No, I I was going to say my guy could get us because I asked him that very thing yesterday. He said, yeah, of course. Are you guys familiar with him? Sure. He's a no nonsense. Uh, he's yeah, just no nonsense. I don't think I am. Well, you can. What was the famous case he did that made us aware of him? He didn't do a. Well, you know, wasn't it the, had a lot of big cases? Was that was musician it? that was dead in the bus? Yeah, that was one. Mall of America shooting. The yeah. Mall of America. That's, that's what it was. What it was. A shooting in a little Chinese strip mall restaurant. Yeah. Wasn't there the wasn't or was it the kid that got thrown from the Mall of America? I don't know. Uh the uh, uh we still don't know enough about the Burnsville tragedy. We're waiting for the official identification. Of the dead bad guy. Tragedy, tragedy, comma. New sentence. New sentence, sorry. Yeah, just make it a new sentence. Tragedy. Say, say the second We're one. We're still waiting I for got the, the... Okay, go ahead. We're still waiting for the official identity of the dead bad guy. Identity of the bad guy. Why is Burnsville coming up squiggly lined? All right, I'm ready. Uh, St. Louis Park Muslim parents Yep. can opt out of LGB LGBT TQR okay. M P Z T yep. N C D E F programs. Why is that coming up squiggly? Oh, yeah, I forgot to capitalize the Muslim. All right. Minneapolis fires its civil rights director. I capitalize civil rights, don't I? Who maybe wasn't civil enough. (laughs) 
for not being civil enough. For not being civil rights enough. Civil rights. Sorry, Minneapolis fires its civil rights director. Possibly for not being civil enough. God forbid they tell us she was a complete moron. <laughs> I forgot the word possibly. Possibly not being civil enough. There we go. Why don't you read that back to me? Mm -mm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Minneapolis fires its civil rights director for possibly not being civil enough. No. Possibly should come before the word for. Oh. Possibly for not being civil enough. Okay. Anything else besides Read me the other ones. I, I'm, I'm suspicious. <laughs> you right now? Yeah. <laughs> and rightly so. We still don't know enough about the Burnsville tragedy, period. We're still waiting for the official identity of the bad guy, period. St. Louis Park Muslim parents can opt out of the LGBT programs, period. Minneapolis fires its civil rights director, possibly for not being civil enough. Okay. Johnny John Height. With... John, yes, sir. I, I sent them already, Chris. You're the best, John. Well, <laughs> why am I not being called? <laughs> I just think baseball is in a lost place between these two Americas, between the garage logic America and the mystery. Baseball's in a lost place. Well, baseball needs to get off of its ass and start thinking that it's 2024 and not 1996. Well, what is what can they do? Well, you, they they make it. John and I had this discussion last week. They make it so freaking impossible to view their product. We have lost Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't want to talk baseball. No. Sorry, baseball, but you need people more than you realize. People. Don't you agree with me, John? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think they really have screwed up their their way of delivery. Oh. You're right. They're, it's 1999 to them, not Yeah, they think, oh, people just find us. No, I, bud, we had a meeting about the Baseball Association last week. We lost 10% of our kids. Yeah. That's a problem. I believe that. I told you, remember when Dylan played, this was what, uh, 10, 15 years ago now, but two years after they dumped the Andover program for four years because they couldn't get enough kids to go out. Andover dumped yep. a, the baseball program? Yep. All they had, well, they did have a traveling team. They kept a traveling team, but no leagues. There were no leagues of any kind. Wow. Yeah. But they, I think they brought them back about after about four years, but still it's like, well, boy, that's hard to believe. Hard to believe. Wow. God, I, I had to throw to like 20 kids last night. How's your arm? <laughs> I, I'm not kidding, John. I am very sore. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, if, and all the parents, none of the parents stayed. They all dropped their kids, except for me and the, one of the other dads. That's the coach. Yep. We were the only two parents there. Yeah. Hey, when I was a kid, no parents stayed. Trust me. Yeah, I, I get. It. But I think I think too many 
parents view it as, well, I got a free hour of babysitting. Although, and these kids are older because William's 12. So his, yeah. his group is, and, and most of the kids in his group are great. They're great kids that I've gotten to know well the last couple of years. But, oof, yeah, I'm not here to babysit your freaking kid, man. <laughs> but it's, I, I shouldn't say that because it's not like that at all. Yep, sure. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, did we take her on the chin yesterday to Lakeville North, the old basketball tournament. Didn't go well. We won our first game. We beat Lakeville South. Then we were edged by Oatana. And then we played Lakeville North. And let's just put it this way. The uh, kid that's our our normal big man, he's, he's a pretty good player. He got into some early foul trouble. And uh, one of the other kids uh, hurt his ankle. And so we had to put William at the old five spot. <laughs> and Lakeville North had this kid that was really good. And William Pat. got absolutely trucked. No, I'm posting the show. Oh, really? And he hit his head on the floor pretty oh, bad. No. Yeah. Ouch. He uh, told me this morning. Well, now you better call him. I'm posting the freaking show. He's Post Malone right now. I told him <laughs> quarter two, which means I have six minutes. And he told me, damn, my head hurts. I go, oh, yeah, buddy, I'm sorry. Let's not, let's hide that one from mom. Yeah. Don't tell mom. That's a long sentence. Should I do both? I'm going to, I'm going to alter this just a bit for the title purposes because otherwise it's going to eat up too much of the memory. Memories etched between the pages of my mind. It was a gambling frenzy at the old Mikulski residence yesterday. We played that horse game. That was one of the most fun games you'll ever play. The horse game. I don't know the what, game. What is the horse game? The horse game is a... Um, Uh, what do we call it? Good stuff. It's a board game. Oh, it's a but you bet. Okay, like real money. You, not yes, yeah. You bring dollar bills, oh. and so you have a deck of cards. You take out the aces and you take out the kings because you only have horses two through twelve. Those that there's there's that many slots. Oh, it's a horse race. I'm seeing. Yes, with huh? little pieces. So I get it. Then you roll dice to find out. What four horses are going to be scratched? So they're not running this race. Then you deal the cards, and if you have three, five, seven, and nine of the scratch, you got to give those cards up. Hmm. And then you, the last four cards, you auction off. Who wants to buy a card? I'll buy it for three bucks. I'll buy it for four. Everybody Joe. taking taking notes here. Everybody, Joe. What? You should get, get the horse game. Bring it home for you and the CP yeah. with the kids. Kind of, kind of spendy. Kind of a spendy operation. My old man could not. He just kept cutting screwed over. 56 bucks on Amazon. Are board games back? Yeah, do you see it uh, there? Yeah, I see it. It's pretty, though. It's got the horses and stuff. Yeah, it's really cool. Horses and stuff. <laughs> we played Scrabble last night. That, I, love, I love Scrabble. Joe, when's the last time you played a board game? Been a while, Chris. I don't know. Give me some music right here. here. <laughs> Give me some volume. Here's some music. I think I've played that before in all honesty. That's what you got to get for the family. 
decrease in volume. You got to get that game well, for the fan. Hey, Joe, Joe, you have volume. You don't have your effing headphones on. <laughs> Jesus. Just a couple things I should say when we're alone. Give me some volume while it's playing. I just can't hear it. That sounds pretty good. What is that, Joe? Who is that, Joe? A group called The Right Now. The Right. You know who she sounds like. All right, ciao, guys. See you, Rook. See you, Rook. The horse game. I got to get that. The horse game. Uh, I suppose we better call Pat, huh? Yeah. He's going to be pissed. I told him 145. Well, let's go. Joe, I think they broke up. <laughs> I just heard him on the current Saturday night. Yeah, their first album came out in 2017, and now they have no website, no Wikipedia page. Website oh, it was a hell of a run for a band I just learned about a minute and a half ago. Yeah, I don't think they, uh, I don't think they stuck it out, as they say. She oh. sounds familiar, though. That voice that I heard, she sounds familiar. She I like Stephanie it. Stephanie Berez is her name. Stephanie Berez. Huh. She's got a good voice. I like it. All right, kids. See you, John. You have fun on the Monday night sports talk. Yes, yes.